Fra la 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 la. That's right. We're not afraid to say it. Merry Christmas, suckers. Mm. Yeah, we like Christmas. Oh, love it. You know what we like? We like uh, we like gift giving. Yep. We like gift receiving. Yep. But we want to help you give good gifts. And so we are offering a sale at our store, jofostore.com, J-O-F-O store.com. Right now, if you order two of our t-shirts, you will get 15% off the purchase price plus no shipping. No. Free shipping, continental U.S. Continental Standard. U.S. Yeah. France, ain't mm. no, no free shipping nope. for you. Nope. So Nope. JoeFoStore.com. Yes, you get the 15% off. You buy two t-shirts. No shipping. Free shipping. Free shipping. Yeah, no shipping would mean they don't get it. Exactly. Free shipping means you you, you get it and yeah. you don't have to pay for it. Standard. Cotton but in the U.S. They got to get this order in before December 14th. Let's That's go. the cutoff. Fra la 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 ka-ching. Welcome to Doctrine and Devotion, a podcast exploring Christian faith and practice from a Reformed Baptist perspective. My name is Joe Thorne. I'm the lead pastor of Redeemer Fellowship in St. Charles, Illinois. And I'm Jimmy Fowler, executive pastor at Redeemer Fellowship. <laughs> oh, Still coughing. My. Still coughing. Can't stop it. Still. Can't stop this well, train. You know I, yeah, maybe like smoke it out. That's what I'm doing. Oh, okay. Oh, really? Right now, every yep. day. Every day. I'm every day to, I'm hustling. And uh, it's not helping. No, not but, at all. Uh, but I'm having fun. That's good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Why are you taking my picture? Because I'm going to send it to somebody. Mm. You know who I'm going to send it I to. I know who going to send it to. <laughs> All right. So we're, um, yeah, you know, you know what I did the other day? What'd you do? So we've got this, um, there's this huge house uh, west of St. Charles. Oh, yeah. It's called the Larson House. Now, the Larsons, it's this guy, he owns a landscaping company. And obviously the dude is really successful because this house is, yeah. it's, not a Mc, it's, it's not a McMansion. It's a mansion. Yeah. This house is crazy oh it's not a mcdonald mansion it's just a, a regular mansion it's yeah it's a it's like a full-on like crazy looking thing it's awesome and every year he has his house decorated with lights that are uh, sequenced to music and mm-hmm. you, you, everybody pulls up they have a huge parking lot out there outside of his property uh, so that people can park and watch um and so yeah, i took uh, i took the kids took jen took my mother-in-law we all went there and we sat there and watched the lights and mm. uh, it was a good time that was our we, we went and we cut down a tree. No, we didn't cut it down. We didn't have time. We picked out a tree. <gasps> what? Nah, I didn't have time. Oh, you didn't cut down this year? We do every year. Catherine had to get to work. So we went, we picked out a tree. Oh, that's right. Catherine's working now. Yeah, we got, we went and we got the free donuts and I had, I had apple cider. And then, so we did that. We got our tree. Jen decorated. It looks great. Now we've gone and we've done the Larson house. Mm. What about you, Jimmy? What are you doing for Christmas so far? Well, uh, nothing so far. Mm-hmm. We put up a couple of things. At this weekend. You're like Scrooge. You're like Ebenezer Scrooge. I think we're either doing it Friday or mm-hmm. Saturday. We're going to go get the tree. We're going We're going to go to Kuiper's as well. Yeah, right? that's, that's a great place to go. Yeah, we're going to go there. We're going to cut it. Well, maybe yeah. I'm going to check and see the other ones first. The pickings are down this year. Okay, so I might be. You might be just grabbing one. Yeah, I might be just be grabbing one. Um, so anyway, so we're going to grab that, do that whole thing. But we're saving the lights like when we go out to go look at lights for when uh, uh, Paul and Molly come over. Oh. Because they're going to be staying at our house. Right. Have fun with that. I am. Because you'll be waiting an hour and a half on a Oh, no, 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 no. I'm not going there. Oh, okay. No, Larson no, no, no. no. I'm not going way. to Larson House. Oh. I'm, uh, we're actually going to go to the- Mo- uh, You're going to Moose Heart? No, Morton Arboretum. Oh, yeah. Ooh, that's nice. Yeah. So I've already got the tickets because you got to get yeah. it for a certain time. Yeah. And what you, time do I want me to show up for this, though? I don't. I, you didn't tell me about this. You want me to? Oh, uh, what, 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 six o'clock. Meet up at six, or what? Oh, what are we doing? I'll, I'll get back to you on that one. Yeah, I'll let uh, you know. 
I well, understand. Well, yeah, well, you know, somewhere, somewhere on there. Um, you didn't give me tickets to this thing? How are you taking <laughs> Paul, my friend Paul that I've known? My, my friend. friend Paul. My friend Paul. He's only staying with you because you've got an apartment downstairs. Uh, how, come, how come I'm not going? Because Paul, Molly, and I, we're going to go, and Michelle right. and the kids, and right. we're going to go do the walk, and we're going right. to bring yeah, hot fine. chocolate. I've never been to the Arboretum Christmas thing. Oh, man. So we're going to go, yeah, and nice. uh, I've already, we've already been texting back and forth. And actually, we've been sending each other... Uh, Mm-hmm. Uh, videos mm-hmm. and photos because we both have been watching the same show. So Molly had sent me a, a video of what show are you watching? In, uh, you know, I don't know if I can talk yeah, about this. Uh, maybe not. They might have been in bed. Okay. And so there's there's Paul. Yeah. Laying in bed mm-hmm. with a sh- no shirt. Well, of course, of but course. I, if I looked like Paul, I'd never wear a shirt. <laughs> and uh, yeah, we we we've been watching separately but together. Mm-hmm. Uh, married with children. You watch the weirdest <laughs> stuff, man. What I don't understand about? why you watch stuff you've already watched. Dude, I have to. I love it. I oh love it. Goodness. And actually, Michelle. So she's been watching, you know, she's, we've been watching it together. And uh, episode one, halfway through, she stops. She turns to me and goes, I now understand you. I'm like, mm. what are you talking about? She's like, I get why you are the way you are. Because you watched bad shows growing up? Yeah, apparently. Okay. (laughs) Apparently, Al Bundy had more of an influence on me than I realized. (laughs) Well, I don't know about all that, man. uh, (laughs) Oh, you're telling me you never watched Married with Children? Listen, I am married with children. I live married with children. Mm. That's my life. I don't need to watch a TV show about it. It sounds pretty good though. Married with Children is that like a Hallmark show? No, no. That sounds like a, it sounds. It sounds good. like it. This is like on like uh, like TBN or something. Mm, no, 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 okay. Married no. with Children it sounds very positive. Pro marriage, obviously. They stay together. Okay, there you go. There you go. Um, Don't judge me I'm and not, my shows. Not, I love my shows. You. I watch The Office every single episode, oh, okay. eight to ten times. My son watches The Office nonstop. Don't <gasps> Does he really? It. He can oh, on. We can watch it together. Religion. Yeah, you watch all these shows with my friends. <laughs> But nothing. Why with are you, you taking all my friends? No, I watch. I you know what? You stopped watching our show. Okay, cause, yeah, because it's not good anymore. You know what? It's not. But no. I have to finish. No, I don't care. I see. I can't we used to that. watch Lethal Weapon TV show. See, that's the difference between us. Yeah, is is that you watch bad stuff? No, yeah, exactly. No. If I start it, I have to finish it. I have to. Oh, finish really? It. Yes. Oh, really? Everything yes. you start, you finish. Every Do you want me to grab thing. some books off your shelf and uh, put this to the test? Uh, no, those were for papers. Mm, and when you're, mm-hmm. you do the, when you're doing a paper, Joe, really? you're telling me you read the whole book? No, you read the chapter that you need for that paper. No. You're, oh, because you don't even read. You just have, it's all divine knowledge. No, I read, man. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. So, hey, listen, you know what people want us to talk about? What's that? Something other than ourselves. So why don't we talk about this email that we got? I don't think they want. I think they want to hear more about us. All right. We got this email from a guy. And um, here's don't say the name. No, I'm not, I'm not going to say his name. All right, Joey DiMaggio. <laughs> um, here's, uh, the subject is elders and leadership. Hey, guys. Love the podcast and all the great work that you do. Thanks, man. I'm a traditionalist, and I listen every week because I respect your hearts for the Lord and the approach that you take with your ministries. Thanks, brother. Get that. Yeah. This guy's not a Calvinist. No. He's a traditionalist. No, yeah, yeah. He's, but, he's yeah. But we love him, he loves us, and we're all cool. That's right. Right. Yeah, I, I love that. that. I love that with people, right? Yeah. Are we, a lot of our fans are that way. A like lot. We, they're not all reformed. A no. lot of them are not reformed. Most of them are Calvinistic. Some yeah. of them are thoroughly reformed, but a lot of them are just like, no, nah, man, we're just not there. We're somewhere else, and uh, we, all, we all get along good. Well, here's what he says. I would like your thoughts on this situation. I am a worship leader that has been asked to become an elder in my church. 
Congratulations. Props, respect, yeah. praise God. That's a big deal, man. Absolutely. There's something that obviously that they recognize. They mm-hmm. see the, the Lord working in your life and they see your character and integrity. I think, you know, be you should be, you know, I mean, you should be proud. That's a great honor. Yeah. It should be humbling. Yeah. It should be scary. Yeah. Uh, it should be exciting. Here's what he says, though. I have no desire for that role, but I'm trying to prayerfully consider it instead of simply declining, as is my first instinct. Okay. How would you counsel people who are struggling with how and where to serve within their churches? Love you guys. God bless. Joe DiMaggio. From where, Joe? Where's Joe DiMaggio? <laughs> he was a Yankee. That's right. I know my baseball. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Joe DiMaggio. Yeah. He invented the pizza. It's not delivery. Oh, stop it's it. DiMaggio. <laughs> works <laughs> that was good all right so um all right let's just let's just say a couple of things you are in great company yeah because some of the greatest pastors who have ever lived many of whom no one will ever know their name did not want to be a pastor or an elder when the church called them to be a pastor or an elder that's not uncommon no hey brian malcolm yeah. You want to be an elder? No. No. <laughs> he was like, oh, no, I could not. And people, a lot of people that are called upon to be an elder are, they find themselves unworthy. Yep. Or maybe they don't see how their gift set would work. Sometimes they don't know if they have the time. And that, that's a legit yeah, that, concern. That's a legit concern, yeah. Um, and maybe there are real reasons why they shouldn't. But a lot of people who go on to be very successful, faithful, fruitful pastors are initially want to decline. Like... John Knox. Mm. John Knox. John Knox was, um, I love John Knox, right? Here's why I like John Knox. John Knox was like a five foot five bearded tattooed. Okay. That last part, he wasn't tattooed, but I like to imagine him as being tattooed. A five (laughs) foot five bearded tattooed guy, uh, who carried a big sword and would defend George Wishart as a Protestant preacher. So people coming along wanting to give George Wishart a hard time. Little John Knox, man, would take that sword and open up a can. You know what I'm saying? Man, I, I bet you also like him because he's actually shorter than you. No, that's the same size. He's oh, five, really? Five. Yeah. Five, five, five? Yeah. Oh. My wife says I'm five, four, but I think she's wrong. I think she's my... Well. The, the point is, is that... So this was a guy that was trained under Wishart, like, and the church was looking at at Knox. And the short story here, the very, very oversimplified oh, story Oh, short is, story. Uh, sorry. The Owen Strain story here is that... Um, because he's super short. Stop. If he were a cigar, he'd be a Fuente short story. Short story, stop. That's so mean. (laughs) All right. If he was a novel, he'd be a novella. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Yeah, I get it. All right. So the people eventually approach Knox and they say, Knox, we need you to lead us. Means you to be, you're going to have to be the guy. You're going to have to be the preacher. You're going to have to be the pastor. Knox ran, hid, and cried. Overwhelmed, was mm. in, could not see himself doing it. It was too much, too big, beyond his capabilities. And of course, Knox goes on to be this amazing um, preacher, minister of the gospel. Um, and so you're not alone. Like just because you're not, you're you're like, hey man, um, it's not something I want to do. I mean, li- what you say here is that. Um, what do you say? He's saying, you know, I he doesn't have a desire. For that role. I have no desire. Well, I can't find it in the email. I don't have my glasses on. That's probably yeah. part of the problem. So you have no desire. So th- th- that would raise a couple of questions for us. If you were talking to us, we were sitting around having a cigar, having a coffee. What are some questions that we would want to ask him when he says, I have no desire? Well, I would say, you know, is it is it a is it actual question of desire or do you feel inadequate? Mm-hmm. Right. Because I think sometimes we we uh, 
confuse the two, right, Joe? Mm-hmm. Where we think, okay, because I'm, I feel inadequate, then I feel like I have no desire right. for that. So I want to make sure that we're we're clear on that, right? Is yeah. it uh, is it one or the other? Uh, and if you have no desire, um, what's driving that? Like, wh- why is it that you don't have a desire? And what is it that you don't have a desire for? You say, I have no desire for that role. Well, that might, me- might mean that you have uh, a perception of what that role is in your local church. Yeah. And you're like, well, I don't want to do that. Well, what is that that you don't want to do? Yeah. Is it, is it the level of responsibility? Is it the work itself? Um, or is there a problem in the way that your church uh, handles the role of elder or pastor? Hmm. We would have to explore that as well because there might be a legitimate reason that you don't have a desire for that role. Yeah. Uh, I would also say um, you – so here, here, when I'm looking at this, I'm, I'm thinking about, okay, I know a person, I believe a person is called to that ministry. Um, and this is what, say, Spurgeon would argue. This is what Richard Baxter would argue. Essentially, they would say, do you have the desire to do the work? Mm-hmm. Do you have the capacity to do the work? Do yeah. you, are you gifted enough to do the work? And does the local church want you to do the work? Yeah. When those two things come together you have a pretty good, clear confirmation of your calling. So the reality is though, is that those three pieces don't necessarily fall together in that order. Sometimes Mm. you wind up doing the work and you're doing some of that work by virtue of leading in worship. Yeah. You're probably already shepherding people. You're already caring for them. You're already, yeah. And now it looks like the local church may be affirming this. The desire may be the last piece to drop. So I would explore this. I would pray about this. I would want to know, like Jimmy said, like is is it a lack of, is it no desire or is it confusion over your, your calling and capability? And if it is no desire, what is the thing that you do not desire? Mm. And I would want to press in on that. Listen, John Knox didn't, he was like, no, no, no. And a lot of people did. Brian Malcolm was like, no, no, no. I would, I remember I was asked to be a deacon at, uh, at first Baptist church of St. Charles. I said, Joe, we really think we know you're called to the ministry. We, um, we, what we want to ordain you as a deacon to do a deacon ministry. And I remember talking to like one of the guys, this old dude here, old timer. His name is Dave Balance, godly dude. Um, and I said, Dave, I am not that guy. I don't think I should. I don't think I'm old enough, mature enough to be in that role. And he said in this just deep Dave Balance voice, and he said, he said, I'm. I'm so glad that you have that perspective. <laughs> mm. We don't want a guy who thinks like he is the cat's pajamas mm. or thinks that he's the man. Uh, we want a guy that has some humility and has some, has some reservations about himself so that he's some wisdom reliant on the Lord. So I, I would, I would want to press in on this. I would talk to your wife. What does your wife think? Yeah. Are you married? Uh, what are the people, what do your friends think? Yeah. Do they think that you should be served? Like I knew Brian Malcolm needed to be an elder. It's easy to talk about him because he's not here because he was doing the work. He was shepherding people. He had the heart and he had the gifts. And it was like, and he would balance us out. He would be able to help us where we're weak. Same thing with you, Jimmy. It was yeah. like, Jimmy does this, this, this. He he can preach. Um, he has the, the giftings that are going to help us where we're weak. He has the heart for the church. Like, this is the guy that's going to balance out the elder team really well. Same with Rob, uh, Rob Warford. So like- Talk to the people around you. They're going to have a pretty good bead on who you are and what you yeah. should be doing. I would yeah, hope. seek counsel. Yeah. yeah, definitely. You know, but there's other some other things that you should be seeking out, though. Well, there's uh, there's not a there's a lot of things that they could be seeking out. But let's. I don't want them to get low. I don't, this can go on forever. Give them the one of the most important things to be seeking out right now. Just one of the most important. One of the most is a T-shirt from JoeFoStore.com. You know what's better than a T-shirt? 
two t-shirts mm-hmm. that's, that's right. what you gotta do so right now uh up until <clears throat> december 14th we've got a sale going on you grab two t-shirts you get 15 percent off that's right and free shipping for those in the continental u.s and standard shipping standard shipping that's right yeah. this is the best kind it's standard it's standard yeah yeah, yeah. so standard it's average. yeah you know and so, yeah, you want to head on over to JoeForeStore.com. We've got uh, the Spirit of the Church tees. We've got the Banter of Truth tee. We've got the Castering tee. I mean, we've got we've got tees. Sip it. No. Yeah. Sip it. Don't uh, dip sip it. it. Don't dip it. Tea. Mm-hmm. That one I wear all the time. Oh, it's so great. I always I wear that one yep. all the time. I love yep. that one. I wore it for communion the other day. I had my sweater on. I had my Sip It, Don't Dip it. Hey, sip it, don't dip mm-hmm. it. Yeah. We don't I, dip it. You know what I find, though? It's actually a great conversation starter when yep. I'm in the airport. Oh, yeah. Because people will look at me. Because it's got the cup yeah. and a dude holding a, a hand holding a wafer yeah. and like he's going to dip it yeah. and there's a circle around it with a line through it. So I think people look at like, uh, oh, you hate well, the church? Exactly. <laughs> I get that often. They're like, and they, you know, they see long hair, beard, tattoos, you know. Obviously a Satanist. Obviously. Obviously. The only thing I need is that nipple ring that Joe has. Yeah. And, you can borrow it. <laughs> and so I, I'd be like, no, 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 no. There's this really disgusting thing called intinction. And let's discuss. Uh, yeah. uh, I love Jesus. I hate intinction. You know who hates intinction more than you do? Jesus. That's right. <laughs> you can buy that T-shirt. Jesus would have a sip. He'd be a like, sip it, don't he's dip like, it. He's like, man, I said sip. I said drink. I didn't say dip it. Why are you dipping it? It was a drink. Eat and drink. Anyways, whatever. <laughs> so head on over to JoeFoStore.com. Grab two or more teas. Save 15% and free standard shipping for those in the continental U.S. Sale ends December 14th. Boom. All right, Jimmy. So one of the things he asked in this email is, how would you counsel people who are struggling with how and where to serve within the local churches? So we can broaden this out a little bit. We yeah. have people that come to Redeemer and they're like, man, I want to serve. I want to do this. And, you know, some people like I was just making an announcement the other day. Um, right now we're going through this thing where before I preach, I thank one of the ministry teams. And, and then I say, hey, if you want to, if you're interested in serving on this ministry team, here is the person to talk to, or here's how you can go about doing this. And so this last weekend, it was uh, the worship bands. And uh, I said, if you would like to serve with the worship band, um, you can contact these people. But... You got to be able to play, (laughs) and you got to be able to play well. You can't, you can't, if you can't sing or you can't play, you ain't gonna be serving. And there's gonna be an audition. Yeah, there's an audition. I love that because, like, I've been in churches, and listen, I know their heart is for Jesus. Thank you yeah, for your but heart. Their gifts are not for Jesus. That's <laughs> obvious sometimes. Like, like that gift is for something else because that's not a gift. That's the gift you give back. Oh, that's a stop regift. Stop. That stop. They're, stop. They're, Don't do stop that. that. So yeah. So. I think it's really important to to know what a person's heart is. So one of the things that we like to ask is, is what are you passionate about? You know, just because a person is passionate about uh, about the church and the church, you know, greeting people well, doesn't necessarily mean that person should be out front because maybe, maybe they are um, of such a nature that they are very off-putting to people. And maybe yeah. they need some coaching before they're going to be able oh, to yeah. be a host or to be a greeter or something like that. Or, you know, if they, maybe they're not ready to be singing. Or, listen, I'll tell you right now, one of the girls that's, that plays bass for us, she does a great job. She's a great job. Love what she does. And uh, her name's Rebecca. Great bassist. But she, when she started to learn bass, at first we were like, oh, we're not really sure. Mm-hmm. And we weren't sure we, she, she was even spiritually at that point. Yeah, yeah. But then once she got locked down spiritually, and, and now, man, she's great. She's up there. So, like, Fantastic. she had to wait. love it when Rebecca's yeah, up there. Yeah, she's awesome, man. Boom, boom. She's, and she's cool. I like yeah. I like cool people. You know, not like you. No, so, that's why I'm not up there. That's right. That's where my wife is and not me. Your wife is up there. Yeah. 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 
making announcements too. She was talking about the women's ministry. Yep. So, all right. So one of the things we ask is, what are you passionate about? What are you interested in? And so that's one place to start. But what if they say, like, I don't know, man. I have no idea. What do you then, tell them? Uh, then, hey, here's a, here's a need that we have. Plug in and try. Because we got needs. Every we church needs. has real needs. And that's just, and you, so here's the thing. You're not going to know what you're passionate about mm-hmm. unless until you try it. Right. You know, some people are going to be passionate about coffee. Great. Then go do that. Yeah. But you some get to people, interact with people. You get to exactly, pour them a cup of coffee. Exactly. You get to serve them in that way. For others, uh, they might not realize that they're gifted uh, in children's ministry. They might not realize that they're gifted uh, in ushering or greeting or, or anything. So you want to try it out. Give it a shot. Sometimes you find out. This ain't I'm, for me. This ain't for me. We had, we had a guy a long time ago. You know, we had a need and he's like, all right, I'm going to serve in the kids ministry. And uh, about three months in, he's like, I will finish out this year, but I will not be coming back to this ministry. Yeah. It is not for me. He yeah. was just, it was, and he's like, I will find another place to serve. But I think, so one of the things is you want to, you want to test the waters. Yep. You know, if you don't have a particular desire or passion, man, then throw a dart, right? Or find out where a need is and, and give it a try. But you have to give it a real try. You can give it, give it some time. Yeah. You know, some people, some people don't know that, wow, this is actually life-giving and they might really derive some significance from it that they didn't know that they would. So I think that's, that's, that's a good rule to keep in mind. Like, let this thing play out. Cause sometimes we don't like things in the front end and we'll wind up loving them later on. Uh, so I would say, talk to the leadership, talk to the teams and, and commit yourself for a period of time yeah, so that they can bank on you. They can trust you and rely on you until you're going to transition out. If that particular ministry isn't a good fit. Yeah, and to be honest, I mean, as you're talking about that, I mean, I hated the idea of being up front. Like I just, I, when I first became a Christian, I refused opportunities. I said, no, I'm not doing that. Not doing it. Not going right. to be up front. Not going to do the, um, uh, the announcements or anything like that. You and still hate announcements. I still hate announcements are the worst because there's something different about that. Oh yeah. There's just, I don't know what it is, but it wasn't until I was pushed by a, mm-hmm. a brother to, to, to preach, right. To like, Hey, like, you got to give this a shot. Yeah, you just had to be pushed like John Knox. You had to be pushed, had to be pushed out thing. there. And he pushed me by calling me up without me knowing. Mm-hmm. And he leaned in just before it was a youth thing. He leaned in right before. Yeah. And just said, hey, uh, by the way, uh, what'd you read this morning? I told him, you know, we're, it's all during worship. And I read, yeah, I read this. And what'd you do? What'd you, you know, how was your devotions? And yeah, it was good. I did this, this and that. He's like, okay, cool. Uh, you're going to be up here talking about that and uh, your story. All right. Go, go. (laughs) (laughs) It was one of those things. But going through that and, you know, him walking alongside me Mm -hmm. and others walking alongside me kind of solidified, Okay, maybe this is a gift that God is that God has given me that he's he's enabling. Sometimes we don't know. Some people know, man, I was um, I remember my I had one speech to give in high school and um it was in health class. I think it was health class. I don't really remember, but uh, I don't remember much from high school. Mm-hmm. But I do remember this. It was you didn't my, kindergarten cop it, did you? I don't know what that is. Never mind then. But uh, I stood up. They go, all right, Joe, you're up. And I go, all right. So I stood up and I went, I'll take the F. And then I sat back down. <laughs> and that was my whole speech because I was not about to talk in front of the class. And then, But once I was converted, I, I had this passion to do it. So for mm. me, it happened pretty much after my conversion. I had this compelling um, – urgency to do it. Other people need to be pushed into it before they actually understand what their gift is. So I think it's good. I, I, I think it's, if you don't have a heart to serve your people, you need to check yourself 
Yeah, we, before you wreck yourself. Because we, I had a person come to me one time, and they were, they loved, they were like, man, I can't wait to join. I'm going to join. This girl was like, I'm going to join. I can't wait. It's going to be so great. And I said, cool. Where do you think you're going to serve? And she's like, oh, I don't have time to serve. <laughs> and I said, oh, well, then you can go find another church to join. <laughs> there are exceptions, of course, mm-hmm. right? There people, are, the people are providentially hindered. Yeah, there's, there's a difference that between do that. At certain time. But this but girl, I was like, do girl, it, yeah. You, yeah, yeah. Everybody's serving here if they can. And yeah. you can. And you've got gifts. So you better step it up. Otherwise, we ain't got time for that. That's right. Otherwise, uh, Jennifer Mon, you gotta leave. You gotta leave. Love Jennifer. That we call off one of our members, Jennifer Mon, <laughs> the only the only member that like actually listens. She to the actually podcast. does listen. Yeah, and she likes it. She buys t shirts too. You know, she needs to know about that. that sale yeah, going she, on? Come on, come on, Jennifer. You can grab two. You know, two or more. Christmas is coming up. That's what she did last year. Did she do the same thing? Yeah, she did the same thing. She started buying people. The Mons are the coolest, coolest people. You know what they did for me the other day? What's that? They were in Mexico. What they, they do? Well, they they thought of me. They they were they they saw they saw a pipe, and it had a skull carved in it. And they were like, "Wow, Pastor Joe smokes. I don't know if he smokes pipes, but he, he smokes. And this has a skull carved in it. Mm. He he likes that kind of thing. They just thought like, this is so great. We're gonna buy him this pipe. Mm. It was very nice of them. Yeah, and you're never gonna use it. That's not what's so interesting about this particular <laughs> pipe. <laughs> Jennifer, you should have. Wait, that's not. Wait, say it again. That's not what's interesting about this pipe. Or the intended use? What, what, what? It's a very what? small pipe. I f- yeah, I feel like the very... way you said that, I caught it. I mm-hmm. caught it. it is That's a, how close we are. It's a very the way small you said... pipe that she bought in Mexico for me. <laughs> so <laughs> They had no idea. So thank you, Mons, for getting Joe a crack pipe. It's a hash pipe. It's not a crack pipe. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, she gave it to me. She's like, my kids told me this is not for tobacco. And I looked at it and I go, no, not really. <laughs> All right, you got to put a photo of it up. Now you with your oh paraphernalia. Oh, my goodness. Um, so it will not be used for anything but a nice decoration on my shelf. Thank you so much for that. Oh, I love um, that I caught that. I, I hope, love I, I hope that, that I caught listen, that. Listen, the bonds are so awesome. They're such awesome people, godly people. And, and you know, they buy you a contraband. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't really know. Uh, but it's cool looking little green skull pipe. Mm. Mm-hmm. So that's what you do, man. You just got to plug in and you got to find a, an opportunity to serve and, and let yourself be pushed. Like, let yeah. yourself be straight and listen to your leaders, man. If you're if you have good leaders, if you have good leaders, I think I just stole Jimmy's idea. He's all mad over there. I, if you've you got did. good leaders and they're saying you need to <sighs> then you need to listen. And if you've got bad leaders and run, if you've got toxic leaders and get out of there. But if you've got good pastors and they're telling you that you should be serving mm. as an elder, man, you better listen. You know why? Because they got the mantle. No, stop it, Joe. Stop <laughs> it. But alongside with that, I want to expand that. Uh, maybe not. Maybe it's not for an not eldership. Much to expand. I think I've no, said pretty well. Maybe it's actually. not just for an eldership. But for those that are looking to figure out where should I be serving, seek the counsel uh, of your pastor. Right? Ask. Ask your pastoral staff. Ask someone that you trust. There. You know, work through that and say, Hey, you know, I don't have a passion for for anything particular yet. Uh, can you? Where's the need? Where where could you, you know? Could you help me sort through this uh, and and seek their counsel on where yeah. you could be serving? That's great. Basically, what I said. So no, no, for, no. You were talking about down. the elder. Thanks you were talking about the eldership. You were talking about the eldership. That's great. It's great. I it's made great. sure it was clear. All right. Well, listen. Here's what I know. If you guys have anything good to say, then you can uh, join the conversation on social media at Doc and Devo, which is on Instagram. It's on the Twitter. It's on there. Uh, if you want to jump on Facebook, you can find us at facebook.com slash doctrine and devotion. Post up. You know what we'd like you to do, though? We would love for you to go to iTunes and leave us a five-star review. 
An honest one. Yeah, an honest one. So like you can say all the hurtful, mean things about Jimmy that you want to, but make sure it's a five-star review. That's what it means to be honest. And uh, we, we would really love that. And if you want to support the show, like we don't do the Patreon thing. Patreon thing is fine. We're not asking for you to give us money, but we are asking you to support the show, but we want to give you something in return. So you can go to JoeFoStore.com. You want to support the support the show? Go there. Buy two t-shirts. If you buy two t-shirts between now and December 14th, you're going to get 15% off plus free shipping in the continental U.S. That's a good deal. Even if you don't do that, we love you. Engage us online. Let us know what you think. And uh, yeah, check it out. We got episodes coming out every Monday and Thursday. We've been on hiatus with the blog post, but those are getting ready to relaunch because we have a new editor. Mm. I just got the text tonight. Uh. So the new editor is going to be on board, helping us run that stuff. And then you know what you can expect this winter? Some video. Boom. All right. So check it out. We'll talk to you later. Later. Later.